Welcome to Everything House Music and More. And my special guest today is you is a legend. Um, you hear his voice everywhere, and we will call him the voice of house music, Mr. Chuck Roberts. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful, man, and thank you for asking, Maurice. And it's a privilege and a pleasure, and I'm humbled to have this situation and be involved with this, man. Hey, brother, so I am so I am just excited to have you here, man, because I want people to know your story. Appreciate that. Uh, you ready to get into it? As much as we can, bro. Well, let's go. Here let's we go. go. Let's do it. So, Chuck, yes, where did you grow up, and how did that influence you musically? I grew up on the west side of Chicago. The west side? Part of the west side, 16th Street. Ooh. You know, anywhere, anywhere between 16th and 22nd. Yeah. You know, that's where we that's where we did it. You know, Ridgeway, Hamlin, Central Park, anybody that knows Chicago, the west side, that's the heart of the west side. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, some, some, from, some folk might be familiar with the Holy City. You know, that's the little term that we got over there for right, that. That's, right, right, right. That's what that is, man. But uh, that's why I started out, man. And then we kind of ventured off a little farther west and we moved on up to like Madison Street. Okay. And uh, that's when the house stuff started, you know, over a place called The Factory. Oh, you The know, Factory. Folk, folk know anything about that there. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, man. You know, the uh, heart of the west side, one of the biggest parties through there. And that's kind of like where I was exposed to house music. Okay. Because we, we, were, um, we had a band and we was doing R&B. But uh, there was a studio inside of that building. And then there was like young DJs that was just coming up and they was putting that thing together. He's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This is right. different. This ain't what we're doing. They got a whole nother vibe. Right. And uh, we started listening and we figured out and found out that this is house music. Oh, this is the thing right here. Right. You know, so that's so what, at that time you was listening. Who was DJing at that time? Quick Mix Claude, okay. uh, Jamming Gerald. I can't remember everybody. Right, but, right, right. Um, Man, it was so many cats. I'm, I'm trying to think. And all of those of you that see this, guys, if I don't remember y'all name, we talking 100 years ago. Yeah. Much love and much respect to all y'all. But I, I, I really right. remember Claude because Claude did the record and me and Claude were close. Okay. You know, we had a, a friendship as well as a um, working relationship, man. Right. Uh, but it was like uh, Greg the Master. Man, it was so many cats, okay. man. I just don't remember everybody's name. And the factory was located where again? On Madison and Kilpatrick. That's a block away from Cicero. Yeah. Um, a block... West, east of Cicero. Okay. Now, you said you got introduced to house at that time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, to the term of house music, what year was that then, Chuck? That would have been 86. 86. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what did you? Uh, what high school did you go to? I went to Farragut. Oh, Farragut. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty good. Admiral. Yep, yep, okay. yep. Okay. So, what were some of your first house experience and what songs impacted you at that time? Man, you know, we're digging way back. I just got a few songs. I liked everybody. Right. But I, I dug the Peach Boys, man. Okay. Uh, man, everybody's escaping me. Um, come on, help me out here. And I, I, uh, <laughs> man, of course, Adonis. Right, right. Man, like all the cats, Vince Lawrence, right. you know, yeah. and pretty much everybody. Most of the Chicago. Homegrown people, man. You know, I was into that Chicago sound. That's what I was introduced first, man. But okay. yeah, people like that. Okay, so in your opinion, how did house music get its name? Man, because it was first of all, it was in the house. You know what I'm saying? And it all, uh, it's a vibe. 
It was a vibe. And the house music, house music has its own identity. It could be separated and identified completely different from anything else that was going out, right. going out or coming out and anything that was around at the time. Because house music had the ability to do things that other music didn't do. You know, uh, it was different stuff going, of course, R&B right. and hip hop and everything. And everything, everybody had their own identity. But house music was in a class, man, by itself. And it did things that other genres of music just didn't do, man. Okay, okay. You know? So... Y- you don't think the term was shortened from the warehouse like everybody say in the past or you saying it came from the house? That's what I think. I think um, I might be wrong. That's just my opinion. No, no. Just, yeah, yeah, that's why I just want to make sure. I, I think it came from being in the house and house having its own vibe. Uh, how, okay, the word, word house is related to home. And that's kind of like it was, man. It brought people together like family. Okay. That's just my interpretation. Okay. When, when people ask me this, that's how I explain it, man. You know, house music was music that you dealt with. They had a home vibe, man. Made people feel like they was related because they all had a common right. goal and a common situation, man. Right. So that's, again, just my opinion. Okay. No, no, no. That's that's what we want, man. I want to exactly. get everybody's opinion okay. of where they think house music came from. So your song, My House, in mm-hmm. the beginning, is iconic for the genre of house. How did you come about that song? And then what year was it released? Uh, we did it in 86. I believe it was released in 87. Okay. Uh, the idea came from the track, which was Quick Mix Claude and Bruce Abbott. They were the producers on the record. Okay. Uh, they had a vibe. They was doing some things, man, aside from that. And they was using All right, Chuck, hold on slap one second, brother. I'm sorry. I'm Let's sorry. Get- Before we get into a little further... We're going to do that over again okay. because this was an arm on here. Okay. All right. Sorry about that, brother. That's okay. But see, that's how we can get a second take on there. Yep. Yep. Which would be good. All right. Now we're going to get this. Let me okay. get this straight now, man. I knew it was something looking. I'm like, that ain't working right. Yeah. We're going to stop that. And either way it goes, one more again. One more again. Here we go. Welcome to Everything House Music and More. And my special guest today is what you would call the voice of house, Mr. Chuck Roberts. Chuck, how you doing today, brother? Man, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. And it's a pleasure to be here, man. And I'm humbled by this experience because I'm such a fan of yours. Oh, my goodness. Stop and, it. Stop uh, it. Stop it. We're going to get to talk a little bit about <laughs> something that we have in common, man. Okay. But um, every day, I always say this, every day is a good day. Yes, sir. Some days are just better than others. So I'm blessed, man. I'm Absolutely. Good. So you ready to get into it? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. So, Chuck, where did you grow up and how did that influence you musically? I grew up on the west side of Chicago, uh, anywhere from from Pulaski to possibly Kedzie, anywhere from Roosevelt to 22nd Street and everything in between. Uh, we got a little people from the west side of notice little caption. It's called like the Holy City. Right. That's that's what we call it over. That's where we from 16th Street. OK, that's the area we grew up in, man, where everybody knew everybody. And it was uh, it was a good it was a good situation. man. Oh, that's good. That's good. So how did you get introduced to the term house music? And then what year was that? Um, I believe it was 86. And I got introduced to house music from being at a club called The Factory. And there was a couple of DJs that were also producers. As a matter of fact, um, the record that I did was with one of the DJs, which was Quick Mix Claude. Okay. And he had a buddy that was a keyboard player, Bruce, Daryl Bruce Abbott. Okay. Uh, and they had a dope track, man. And um, then I started listening to it. 
and listening to more house music right. and then watching the effect that it had on people at the parties. Yes, sir. Man, it was unbelievable. I was like, yeah, we, we might want to do this because we was R&B dudes. You right, know? right, right. And listening to, you know, hip hop was around at that time as well. But uh, house music was new and infectious. It was like, yeah, we might want to check into this. So you being from the West Side, you, you had to be a little Lewis fan then, right? Absolutely, okay. man. Okay. Absolutely. So you remember his parties then? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. So what was some of your, your first house experience and... Which DJs and music or songs impacted you at that time? Okay, we're going to do just a few because there's so many. But okay. I was like a Peach Boys fan, okay. Adonis. All right. Of course, you mentioned Lil Lewis, man. Yes. It was so many guys, but those those cats ring a bell. Vince Lawrence, you yes, know, sir. that type of situation, man. Uh I was influenced by that, man. I watched what they was doing in that, that sound. Again, it had a vibe of its own. It just would take you over. Because to me, everybody... That was doing that. It was new. It was fresh. Everybody had great ideas, and right. man, they was hitting it and they was killing it. Right. So, what high school were you going to at this time? Farragut. I went to Farragut High School. Farragut. Okay. So we was all young, and everybody was in school at that yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> so, in your opinion, how did house music get its name? Just my opinion. I think house music has the right situation because when you think of house, you think of home. Okay. When you think of home, you think of family. That's kind of how that whole thing worked out, man. People was like family. That house music stopped a whole lot of unnecessary stuff and brought people together, man. You know, so house, home is related. House music, you in the house with this music, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? That's so. That's just my interpretation. It may okay. not be correct, right. but that's just the way I saw well, it. Well, I'm man. glad you say that because uh, I interviewed Marsha Jefferson, mm -hmm. you know, house music anthem, man, Move Your Body. Yeah, right. And he was claiming that Wayne and everybody was saying that they said the same thing the house music came from everybody playing disco and funk inside the house okay but Marshall just said oh hell no that was wrong okay, okay. <laughs> but I'm like I love getting everybody opinion right, because right, it, right, it right. tells you that we all came up together but we we, we definitely got our different opinions on a lot of stuff right right which right. everybody should have absolutely so your song my house in the beginning <laughs> is iconic for the genre of house how did that come about and in what year was that released? Uh, we did it in 86, and I believe it was released in 87. Okay. And it came about, like, one of the guys I mentioned before, there was a DJ at the factory, which was Quick Mix Claude. Claude was also a producer, and Daryl Bruce Abbott was a producer and a keyboard player. They were doing tracks. They was doing different tracks. And uh, they had other stuff where they were really influenced by Martin Luther King. Okay. That I had a dream. It was That was the vibe. They was really into that vibe, which I thought was really impressive because I'm a Martin Luther King fan as well. Right. Um, more so, I played into the picture because of our manager and the guy that owned that place, um, he knew that I was like a church dude because I grew okay. up in the church. You know, yeah. we got that double side. We got in the street. Then we got in the church. We'd be a little confused, but it all comes together eventually. Right. And uh, so I sang in the choir, praise teams and stuff as a kid. So I had like that gospel sound. Yes, sir. And for my whole life, people were saying, are he going to be a preacher? He going to be a preacher. Right, right, you know, right. So the vibe was easy because I was hearing it my whole life. Yes, sir. And when I wanted, when, when I went, to hear it and I heard where they were going I was like yeah we could do this just give me a little bit just give me a little bit and right. let me uh let me do this I see the vibe where y'all going y'all wanted to have kind of like a a, a, a a spiritual experience and that would right. be cool because this genre of music it is a spiritual trip man it has yeah. its own being yeah. you know its own concept so we could probably do something like that man just give me a few minutes to yeah. ponder on this and we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something so, man, and that's what happened so rhythm control is all three of you guys together yeah Oh, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. See, all the rest of you guys are all from the West Side. Yeah. And, and we actually, we use other people on the project as well. Like one of my best buddies, 
Billy Sims did vocals on that record as well. So okay. it was, uh, you know, it's other people that worked yeah, yeah. on it, but that's really what comes to mind, like Romeo and uh, Claude and right. Bruce. Yeah, that, that was the, like the nucleus. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, I take it that you wrote the lyrics to In the Beginning, right? Yes, sir, I did. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, because there's been controversy going back and forth with this. Who is Jack? Jack is the one that gives you the power to do the snake. Right. Jack is the one that gives you the key to the wiggly worm. Jack is the one that can bring nations and nations of all Jackets together under one house. Correct. That's who Jack is. Okay, so so it's not a one person. No, Jack is Jack is Jack is actually the entity. If I describe it, Jack is actually an entity because you know they, they was using us to describe the style of dancing. Correct. So correct. Jack is the power, the plug, the juice, the go right. in house music. Man, he is not a person. Well, I, I have to just put this on the books, okay? Um, because I was told by a little little butterfly in my uh -huh. ear that. Jack, you was talking about Farley Jack Master Funk. Man, I got mad love and mad respect for Farley. Farley is one of the pioneers, super duper talented man right. as a producer, great as a person. But when at that time, I didn't know Farley. Okay. I didn't know him. He was Farley Jack Master Funk. Right. But that's not how I came up with Jack. I came up with Jack because that's we was jacking. Yeah, that was the term when he was dancing. Exactly. Right. That's right. you know. No, no disrespect, Father. You, you right. super dope and all that, but that's where Jack came from. Jack came from the term that described the style of dance. Wow. Okay. After all these years, over thirty years, man, did you know at that time that this record that you guys was doing was going to become an iconic staple in house music? Yeah, man. I know because we were so dope. No, I'm just kidding. No, had no idea, man. Right. At the time, you know, we was just young guys out there feeling the music, man, yeah. trying to put it together. But no, we had we didn't have no inkling, not a clue that wow. this would go on to do and become what it has become. Wow. So, who idea was it the really to have the acapella? Because at that time, we wasn't doing acapellas a lot, man, and it was like. That's amazing that somebody thought of like, you know what, let's just use the, put the acapella out there. Because you know, I, I love the record, man, you know, but a lot of people wasn't playing it. Right. They would right. just flip it and just play the acapella. So right. who idea was it to make the acapella like that? The genius behind that was quick mix Claw. Wow. Claw was telling us, he was saying, listen, there's no way. Yeah. You don't want to do acapella for this record, man. Right. He said, you just got to do it. Yeah. You would do the record a, a disservice and injustice if you don't. Those lyrics and those words and that sound of that dude, there's no way we're not going to do acapella. So that, I got to give all the credit to yeah. Quick Mix Club. He's the genius that thought about that. Okay. Okay. So how long did it take you to write in the beginning? Uh, let's see. How long did it take to write it? I heard the track and went home and thought about it. The concept that I wanted to do. And here's, here's, here's a little something that people don't know about me. I'm one of those type of people, I do it first, right. and then I write it later. Okay. So we did that off the dome, man, in like really? five takes. We did, it in, we did it off the dome, and I wrote it after this. So we got in the studio, the track, I was just in love with the track, and yeah, then all yeah. with the track, man, and then the concept, because we talked about it and discussed what, you know, where they wanted to go with it. And I just started spitting it. Like I was telling you, I'm from the church. Yes, sir. You know, so there's, there's a lot of spirituality behind yeah. behind that record. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, that was Jack. In the beginning, 
that was the word. The word was yeah. God, and the word Correct. was with God. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not quoting that, but that's where it came from. Okay. A lot of that is scripture based, man. Okay. You know, my ideas came from that. Absolutely, being a church boy and that thing, man. And so I was like, man, this this house thing, you yeah. remind me of church. Let's go. Right. And that's where it came from. No, because you had a lot of powerful energy behind that, man. Man, so. that's that. What and what people don't know about that, man, is, and I'm not ashamed to tell anybody, I'm a Christian. Yes, I have sir. been my whole life, Absolutely. and I always give God Amen. props and big ups. And that's where that came from, man. That's that's what people hear along with the message. Yeah. Man, God gave me a little something and I, and I give him, oh man, kudos for that. Yes, God yes. has been awesome in my life. And that sound you hear, that's that gift that God gave me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why it's been often imitated but never duplicated. Absolutely. It's only one gift per person that does exactly <laughs> what it does. And right. again, you know, all praises be to God for that, man. But that's what they hear. They hear that church, man, that spiritual okay. background and that uplifting, right. feeling from the spirit, man. Right. So tell me how it came about you collaborating with Terry Hunter from The Chosen Few to re-release that record on Ultra? Uh, that idea came from my manager. Okay. Mr. Aaron Burks. Okay. Uh, plus, you know, I knew that Terry was a super dope yeah. super dope DJ and producer. Absolutely. Man. And it was an honor and a privilege to work with him, man. And um, man, it was just magic. Right. You know, working with him, I knew a lot of things that he had done. I knew he was more than qualified, man. Yes, sir. And yes, uh, sir. talked about it. Again, Aaron set up that type of stuff. He and my attorney, Jeff Becker. And, man, it just kind of rolled yeah. into it. You know, yeah. it was it was easy to do because of the people that was working on the project, man. Right. And uh, in terms of that thing going into Ultra, that basically played out through my management team and Terry and them. They did that. That was a collaboration. Nice. They figured that thing out. I didn't really have anything to do with that. I was just, you know, the cat in the middle yes, on yes, the sir. project with that. Right. Now, uh, doing that, was the rest of the rhythm control team involved in it or was no, it just you? Yeah, it was just me. Okay. Yeah, Because um, we're talking 30 years later. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, do I know where they are? Kind of, sort of, but we weren't like in contact or okay. anything like that. Okay. But yeah, it was just me on that situation. Definitely. So, the um, iconic Beyonce <laughs> has a Renaissance tour out right now. And it was just heard all over the world, man, that she opened up her show with your acapella. Tell me how you feel about that. And just the. J- I, I just I would just want you to tell it. Go ahead. Man, all blessings to God, bro. You know, uh, again, that's what you're going to always get out of me. Whatever, anything good or anything uh, exciting or, for the lack of a better word, top shelf, all, all these things that come into fruition, man, I give the credit to God. Yes. And to describe it from a natural standpoint, man, it's uh, unbelievable, man. Like, it, that. And and not not to be bragging, I've been blessed with a few things after re-emerging into house music. Yes. But this, right. this right here, this right here, right. the thing with Beyonce, man, was just unbelievable, man. And I'm humbled by that because they could have picked anything else to do that because there's so much stuff to pick from. Correct. Right. But man, it was it was amazing, almost unbelievable. You like like when Aaron called me, they set it up. You know, my manager yes. and my attorney, they set that thing up, man. And like, I didn't know about it when it first happened. They waited a couple of days. Right, right, and right. then uh, Aaron called me and said, well, you know, man, listen, you sitting down. You know, we I got a little something I want to talk to you about. And I was like, okay, well, then you tell me something like Beyonce and them want to use the, you know, the speech on the show. I'm like, who, who, who shot who? Right. <laughs> you know, and it was like, um, man, unbelievable. And I just, right. I'm humbled by that, man. And just so appreciative to God for the opportunity. And plus, yes. not only that, just the fans yes. creating that situation, man, the people. Yes. That's where it all starts from. The nucleus starts from the people because had yeah. the DJs not 
kept playing it right. and that the people not showing their enjoyment for it, man, and lifting right. it up and placing it to where it is. It's really the people, man, the yes, fans sir. are really the people that's responsible for that because they kept it alive, man. Yes, so sir. kudos to everybody who's ever played it, everybody who's ever enjoyed it yeah. and talked about it, man. They they really, they really the yes, two sir. superstars, man, yes, for sir. doing it, man. So, man... You know, I don't know if that explains it, but it's crazy that you said that, you know, they wanted an MJ speech or MK speech. Because um, if you figure that is our version of Martin Luther King's Check speech for house music. I mean, you can open up with that. Whenever you play that acapella or anything, people go nuts. Yeah, you got it. So after the rhythm control thing, mm -hmm. did you do any records after that? I didn't do any more house records. Well, actually, I did do a few more house records, but they didn't. Um, they didn't really materialize into anything like that. And actually, that record opened up the door for me to get another record deal. I signed with a label called ZYX. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. Um, but what we did is we did that record on top of another record. In uh, now, what year was this? That was in eighty. I believe. Wow. 87 or 88. With ZYX at that time? Yeah. That was like in 80, probably 88. Okay. I'm trying to think of the, what it was called. Uh, what was that record with ZYX? It was, I can't even remember it's what our, it was we, we, we remember. We're but oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah season fine. But yeah. Now that record with Double Platinum was ZYX with that speech on top of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It went wow. Double Platinum. Okay. So, um, Again, another boost. Yeah, you know, with that situation. But I did like three or four other songs, but nothing materialized because actually the deal with ZYX dissolved right. because you know we came to creative differences right, and it just right. didn't. So didn't after that, that record, did you work with any like up and coming Chicago producers at that time, like a Marshall, Chip E, or anything? Did you work with anybody during that time? I did not. Really, I did not. I would have loved to, but yeah, yeah, I did not because again, you know, we was R and B dudes and hip hop dudes, so yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. like. Moved on into that type of thing, man. Wow. And, uh, doing that type of stuff. So moving forward, Chuck, what does the future hold for Mr. Chuck Roberts right now? Man, I just want to keep on doing what I'm doing, man. I, I want to keep spreading words of love, man, and inclusion. You know what I'm saying? And bringing people together, man. Most of the stuff that you hear, my messages. They're going to talk about that's what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about love and inclusion yes, and everybody treating everybody equal. Yes, that's the situation. Man, that's that's my foundation, man. That yes. comes from the church. Yes. But that's what it is. I, I'd like to do some more records. If I, I I don't know if I'll ever do another record like in the beginning. Yes. If I'm blessed, right. I'm here for it, man. But that's really that's really my thing, man. I want to just keep spreading love through my music, man, and bringing people together, man, and causing, especially in the, the times that we're in now, man, that's what we need. We yes, need sir. positive stuff and people that want to hear, man, I'm here to deliver it, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. So besides that, is there anything you want to let the audience know that they don't know, what they don't know about Chuck Roberts right now, besides you get this iconic speech record? Is there anything else you want them to know about Mr. Chuck Roberts? Um... If, if if I could say, uh, what a lot of people don't know about me is that I'm a singer-songwriter. Yeah. You know, um, and... You I know, found out, too. <laughs> I found out, too. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm a singer-songwriter, and, and I write, and I produce, you know. Um, I, I definitely want to dabble in that, man. And not just for myself. I mean, uh, 
if there's artists that are looking for stuff, man, you know, yes, I'm out there. Just look me up, hit me up. I, I do all types of music. Yes. You know, of course, y'all know House is numero uno. Right, right, you know right, what I'm saying? right. Actually, Christian music is numero uno. That's true. And House falls right behind that. So, well, God created you know, that too. Absolutely. So I think it's all one. So absolutely. I we got to say, that, if he created, well, he does, he knows what's going on. He absolutely. knows all. Absolutely. So, the people who just been sleeping under the rock and they really don't know Mr. Chuck Roberts, mm-hmm. just give them the three beginning of your song and then we gonna end it off like that, brother. I got you. All right. In the beginning, there was Jack and Jack had a groove. And from this groove came the grooves of all grooves. One day while viciously throwing down on his box, Jack boldly declared, let there be house. And this is fresh. Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it right here first. Mr. Chuck Roberts, thank you very much, brother, for doing this. You're so welcome. Bro. I just love this because I want people to know your story. Uh, uh, social media, can they reach out to you? Where they can reach you out at? BookingChuckRoberts.com. Okay. It's a couple other places, but that's mainly booking Chuck at bookingchuckroberts.com. Right. I'm everywhere, man. Uh, Reach out to this brother. He he can really sing, y'all. Don't don't let this voice <laughs> right here fool you just by preaching and, and doing these speeches. This man can sing too, y'all. Bless you, sir. Thank All you right, brother. Me. Thank you for doing this, Chuck. I love you, man. Thank you for this, man. Likewise, brother. Peace Thank out, you, brother.